This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, We understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the besotted pride of West London. Podcasts. We're coming to you from Anfield here. And the score, well, it hasn't gone according to plan. Liverpool 3, Brentford 0. But one will say it wasn't a 3 0 game. Brentford actually fought and they fought and they fought and they fought. But to be fair, Liverpool, good side. Three goals and uh, we're a down and out. Bit of a disappointing result, but there was a plus size in that game, wasn't it? I think Yarmouk came on and Yarmouk looked really, really good. I'd like to see Yarmouk get a start on the wing at some point, maybe in an FA Cup game. Maybe earlier than that, but I thought Yarmouk was a plus side and, you know, we come to Anfield, full stadium, we've not come away embarrassed at all. It's, it's, it's annoying because it's the third time we've been to Anfield, the third loss that we've had at Anfield. It's the biggest loss that we've had at Anfield, but in a really strange way, it, it wasn't the worst that we've played at Anfield. So I don't know if Liverpool are better than the previous times. We've been a bit more unlucky than the previous times. I don't know what it is. Strangely... We come to Anfield and it doesn't quite seem to be the place where we get our game together. This year at Old Trafford, I thought we're going to get the win. Obviously, we didn't. It was, you know, two late goals from McTominay, but that's, you know, that's history. And unfortunately, at Anfield, we haven't quite got it together yet. But I really trust Thomas Frank to come back next year and get a win. I really do. I think that he works on this kind of thing. And Thomas Frank will be really hurting from this result. And he will want to come back and get a result. You want to get a result. Bees in the house there. I'm looking at the speeds coming down. 
coming down there, just want to say to the beast, listen, let me have a chat. A bit of a disappointing result here. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a 3 0 game, did I, you? I, I'm glad. I mean, we like, in the last 10 minutes, we really turned it on with the passing game and stuff, but I don't know. It's uh, it, it just, if the goal was like two metres higher and just on the left, we would have bagged five. Uh, so it was just one of those days, wasn't it? It was. I mean, and I've said this as well. We played Liverpool three times. Yeah. Biggest score, but this is, I wouldn't say the best that we probably played, but we, I thought we were, we were better than we were the yeah. last two times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those where like 3-0, does it reflect the, does it reflect the game? Kind of. It's just, it's just the uh, taking the chances. Do you know what I mean? Like, we had our chances, they had theirs, and, you know, I think they might just have a bit more quality to finish them. And that's the end of the day. Listen, enjoy your journey yeah. home, you know what I'm saying? Good luck to you, though. Listen, big game here today. Big game. We've got bees in the house here. Bees in the house here. Listen, we've got, we've got the coily, coily man in the house here. Come down to coily. Come down here, mate. Talk to me about that game, because that, you know, listen, we're, we're all saying we didn't think it's a 3 0 game, but at the end of the day, Liverpool were better than us today. But it was a bit of a. We, we had a couple of chances we could have taken if we'd taken them in a different game. Yeah, they had quite a few chances. One in the first half, particularly. Few half, few half chances. So he he ran his socks off today, by the way. I thought he I thought he played fantastic. But it's a tough tough game, tough game. Looking forward to Arsenal next next home game. Yeah, forget about the Arsenal now. Let's talk about this game here. What listen? What exactly went wrong today? Just played a very a very a very good side. A very, <laughs> very, very, very good side. There's nothing you can say about because normally Brentford's defence is really solid, isn't it? Today was they were. They were, they were up against it today. They were up against it today. Again, again, listen, Liverpool, good side. Okay, we have the players out, but then also there's there's some plus sides to Brentford today, wasn't there? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, there was some there was some characters play very well in midfield, but um, it wasn't to be today. It wasn't to be today, Mr. Beats. You beats. You beats. Listen. I know that you were getting really frustrated back there as well, weren't you? You, you were getting, listen, this, this is fine. But listen, listen. I think we have a chance to maybe scrape a point out of that if Mbumo scores because Liverpool will have more of a motive to go forward and then maybe we could have caught them on the counter again. But overall, it was a game of missed chances. We missed our chances, they scored their chances. Game of missed chances. Very, very, very frustrating. Very frustrating. Listen, Liverpool, good side. Different game here as well here today. Different game, which is all good. Do you want to chat? You want to chat about the game today? Talk to me about that game. All I can say is, if it was rugby, we'd have scored 15 points. <laughs> and why is that then? Explain to people that didn't see the game. Over the top of the bar. Yeah. So, what, just just slightly over? Or... No, a lot over. Ah. <laughs> so you think we need to get shooting practice in? Yes, obviously. <laughs> obviously. The characters are not, God, happy. not happy with the shooting practice that needs to go on. Maybe we need to, maybe, I don't know, something was going on here. But listen, we're here in Anfield here. Liverpool fans, they've gone. Tell you something, there's one interesting thing that we talked about here as well, and uh, it may be discussed on the podcast on on, on Wednesday, Thursday, whenever it comes out. Um, there's an international week, so uh, things are going to be a little bit different this week as they normally are. But we're going to talk about the fact that, I'll be honest with you, we were here with our characters in the away end, and there was a lot of, 
away fans. There are a lot of Liverpool fans in this end, a lot of non-Brentford fans in this end here as well, and it completely killed the atmosphere. We were trying to get the singing going, and we couldn't get the singing going here because there was just a lot of just lot of just non non bees in the house here, and that is actually quite frustrating. Listen, I know that you might bring your friend or whatever if you go to Liverpool and your friends are Liverpool fans. I understand that, which is fine. So you bring one or two or three of this other ever, but to me. There seems to be a massive influx of actual, yes, we are Liverpool fans here in this half in this half here. And it killed it because we couldn't get any atmosphere going on. I think the club, what they need to look at is that away games, getting the fans who want to sing and get together, together. Because at the moment, we're all over the place. We're in one place, singing fans in another section, another singing fans in another section, and you can't get it together. So you need to pull your finger out and make sure that happens. Because today, if we had all the singers together, to make some noise, it made a, might have made a massive difference. But you didn't do that, which is fine. But it's a learning curve for you. But what I'm saying to you is that if you're going to sell the, the tickets to loads of opposition fans, we all need to be together to make sure we make noise because they weren't making no noise for the bees in the house here today. Bees in the house, bees in the house. Bees in the house here as well, and we've talked about it. it's not a three-nil game. We're actually in the we're in the pub with all the characters, the Anfield rap characters, Brentford characters. They're all in the house here as well. I want to talk to Beast fans for a, for a start. It wasn't a three-nil game, was it? No, I thought we could have been one all at half time, and I think it's a different game. Um, we we created a fair bit. It, I think Liverpool were just a bit tidier with finishing their chances. I thought Salah was exceptional today. I think you can see the difference between Salah and Bumo just in the way the ball sticks to Salah. I don't think you actually appreciate how good he is when you watch him on telly. But when you watch him in person and you see his close control, he's, he's really second to nobody in this league in terms, of, in terms of that. But I actually thought we gave a reasonable account of ourselves. Um, and I just was a bit gutted, really, that we, we did I felt like going in at half-time 1-0 down... It felt like the game had slipped by then, and then and then I thought the drop the the, the goal just was like a lack of us closing him down, and that that I didn't think was great. But you know what? We're a patched up team, and we were really patched up today. Mads Roslev, he's no left back, and he's definitely no left wing back. It gave us, you know, when Trent when when Alexander Arnold drifts into midfield, that that's the that's the space you should be looking for, and we're playing a right footed left wing back. So we're never going to make use of that space because Mads is always faced the wrong way. He's always going to... So, so we couldn't even, like, think of that as a counter-attack option. And that's just... You could have played Yan out there, maybe, but that's purely down to the fact that we've run out of players. And we're going to struggle a little bit. We'll pick up some results, I'm sure. But I think today you saw that, really, the squad, we are just... We're just struggling because we haven't got... We haven't got a left-back. Simple as that. And, and that sort of was really clear today. Yeah, very, very clear. We've got Robbie from the Airfield Rap in the house here. Robbie, Robbie's a little bit happier with the result than the Allard in the place, isn't you? Yeah, um, I think Brentford are very, very good at what they do. So set pieces, fantastic what they do. And you can see that they're very well organised. But yeah, like you said with Mo Salah, um, he's incredible. He's one of the best players in the world. Um, fi final third, if... If Wemo had a bit more conviction, you get that goal back and it's a different game. But I think he just looks up, sees Alisson and just... Scared's not the word, but he just doesn't know what to do. Sees the goalkeeper in front of him, doesn't know what to do. 
he scores there, we're in trouble. Uh, there was a few times at the back where we played it round, and you're so close, so close to just nicking the ball. Um, but yeah, it, it was quite even, and then it was that second goal basically killed you off because they thought the ball was dead. I think the ball goes out, so everyone stops. And it's at that point where Brentford just go, yeah, we'll, we'll take this now. And, 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 and listen, you know, we come here today, we played you three times at our place. And I think the biggest disappointment for me is that, you know, we played you the other times and, and the scores in the other times were less than this one. Yeah, yeah. Where I think we were actually worse in the other two games than we were in this one. Yeah, I, I always see with Brentford the diagonal ball. And then it's the screen in front of the defender, win that header, the flick on, and then you're in. Um, and when we did it a couple of times in the first half, where he plays the off-try perfectly, and, um, and, and yeah, just doesn't finish, or the touch goes away. Um, that, that's what Brentford play on, and like you say, you're very, very good at it. I was surprised that the, uh, the big throw didn't come out until the second half. <laughs> I thought we'd have seen that a bit more. Do, do enjoy a big throw. I think, I think the only opportunity we had for the big throw in the first half, I thought we were going to go for it, but for some reason we threw it back. And I was really quite surprised at that. Um, because that, that seemed to be the opportunity, just to chuck it in there, really, you know, try something different. It would, yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a fair summary, to be honest. Um, yeah, there's Liverpool, it's, it's a very, very strong squad, and they were, they're a very, very good team. And you, unless you take all of your chances... And you defend everything perfectly. I thought Van Dijk was really good today as well. I thought he won loads, loads in the, everything in the air. Um, just one of them days. One of them days. We've got, the, uh, we've got the Liberal Nick in the house there. The Liberal Nick in the place. Liberal Nick. Listen, we, 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 we can't be embarrassed about that, can we? No, we can't. I mean, you've heard from the two experts on the tactical switches and the tactical play that uh, both Brentford and Liverpool made today. I, I came here thinking that we might might squeeze something out and after the first half actually was quite encouraged because we put in a really good first half performance. Apparently if you look at the XG stats we did better than Liverpool on yeah, but You're not interested in that because you don't believe in that. It's all about the goals going to the back of the net though, isn't it? You took the words right out of my mouth. You took them out because, you know, Liverpool were clinical. They scored three great goals, good goals, not great goals, good goals. And uh, we didn't have, and as Matt mentioned earlier at the start if Mbwemo could trap the ball like Salah could he wouldn't be playing for us he would be playing on a really top three top three team but I wasn't discouraged by the performance and we were a makeshift team today there will be some changes made we need to make some we changes need to, no we need to look at we need to look at possibly who starts I thought Yamalanko played a really really good game when he came on if if we if Jensen or Norgard gets injured, I wouldn't be uh, frightened of having him start for us. So, you know, there are positives to take and let's move on and we move on to Arsenal. Let's move on to the arse, as we say, the bees. I'm going to go over to, to the, I'm going to go to Neil from the Anfield Wrestling. I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm going to interrupt you. You've got Neil from the Anfield Rat in the John. house here as well. Huh? Sorry. John. Sorry. John. Sorry. <laughs> Where's Neil? Where's Neil? No, sorry. John's from the Anfield Rat. Neil's, with the Neil's all over the place, you know what I'm saying? So, um, John, you got the result today. I saw you smiling in the corner. What can we say? What we're going to say this as well, as you know, listen, we come here, we have, a look, we have a good drink, we have a little laugh and everything like that. We have a good day out. What is probably slightly more disappointing from that is that we probably played better than the other two times that we've actually come down here and we, we, got, we got tonked even more. Is that because Liverpool are a better team than they were 
the last two times he played us? I think a bit more clinical. I think the firepower we've we've got, Billy, just means that you know when the chances emerge or the chances present themselves, we put them away. And I'm sure you guys are looking at it and think the big chance at the cop end at nil nil, and it's a one on one. And, and there's a couple at the start of the second half as well. And you know if those had gone in, but for, for us, you know the, the firepower we've got, Mo Salah only gets two chances a day and scores them both. And, I think mean, that's the difference between us this year and maybe a couple of years ago. Is the obviously Salah's been here for all that time, but there's five forwards now who are at a really elite level, and if one of them's having a bad day, the others normally step up. And so, yeah, we're pretty formidable this season. Not necessarily because we're tearing teams apart or we're dominating 90 minutes, but because of the firepower we've got, we're able to put these chances away. So it's a nice and lovely position to be in for us. And, and, and things are. Ch- I mean, listen. You've had two results, which I'm going to say probably didn't quite quote the way that you wanted them to. The Luton game, where Luton looked like they were going to get three points, and then at the last minute, to be fair, listen, it's a, it's a 90 minute or it's a 90 plus four minute game, whatever you want to say. And you've got the goal there as well, which you've got the point back. And obviously, you went to Toulouse, and you didn't want to lose, but you did to lose down there as well. You know what I'm saying? So you come back into this game really not only wanting but needing to turn the screw a little bit and and, and I think you did that didn't you? Yeah 100% Billy it was, a, it was a really big game for us like you say on the back of those two games listen to Toulouse one I thought you know it was it was a poor performance but there was a lot of changes it was I think if they didn't need it to play better against Toulouse I think they would, they would have done we're in a really good position in the group and I think they just took the foot off the gas a little bit too much but, but the Lille one you know, was a bit of a shock for us and that was one where maybe one day where we didn't take our chances and, and didn't put them away and that got punished for it so we needed a reaction we got one today it wasn't perfect you know, it wasn't the best performance of the, of the season but we certainly did enough and, and a, a nice 3-0 to take us into the international break now and then when we come back it's Man City away so a nice easy one <laughs> to come back listen to. Man City Oh, Brentford fans is a piece of piss, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mate, no problem whatsoever. Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. They're playing now, aren't they? They're playing Chelsea now, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, small, small club in West London, mate. You don't have to worry about them. You don't have to worry about them. That's right. So we got Neil from here. Yeah, I've got it right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, after a lesson, we had a lot of beers on the train on the way up and uh, in, 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 the, in the Vines, which Neil told us about as well. Beforehand, which is a good little pub before the match as well, which is all good. We've got to the game, uh, as we, we discussed a little bit earlier, I'll talk a little bit about as well. The atmosphere in the Brentford end wasn't as it should be. Too many fans that should not have been there in that away end, but we're not going to talk about that anyway. But the game, coming to the game, as we said to you, Neil, you got your 3-0 win. You're a little bit nervous before this game, but to be fair, at the end of the day, Liverpool did what they had to do today. And I think... Clinical is probably the, the operative word here that actually describes everything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very much so. I think we turned the screw really quite nicely. We upped the tempo. I think we, we get to grips with what Brentford are good at in about 30 minutes, and that makes it a little bit more straightforward. Still not easy because Brentford are good at what they're good at. Brilliant from breakdowns, brilliant from restarts, dead switched on in terms of where to pick the ball up and recover it. Loads of good direct running. You know, it's a good side. It's a side I quite like to watch. The extent to which is Miss Rico Henry is hard to put into words. I like. I think it's it's striking to me that you miss him well more than you miss Tony. I think you miss him so much because you can't play through the thirds the way you like to. 
because he can carry the ball 30, 40 yards at any point. That's what he's good at. And you haven't really got that out to relieve the pressure at times when you need it. But I thought we were we were clinical. I thought Nunez was brilliant first half. Uh, and then he, he fades a little bit in the game. Second half, uh, I thought Van Dijk was just terrific all game for us. Really impressive. Um, and I thought in Bueno for Brentford looked really lively, played really, really well. And I actually think Ayer acquitted himself really well at right wing back. I thought he had a good game as well and kept Liverpool at bay in general. But yeah, clinical and in the end comfortable and really reassuring after the results against Luton and Toulouse. Really reassuring that we, we, were, we were able to stay calm and get the results. And, and, I, and I've said this before and I've asked quite a few of the other Liverpool fans as well and even Brentford fans I've said that you know, we lost 3-0 today but I actually thought that we were in lots of parts better than we were in the previous games which we didn't lose by big, we lost by lesser scores yeah and I think that you were more threatening as well uh, I think it's a little thing where Liverpool are dangling a little bit of a carrot and sort of saying come on play into our space a little bit so we can go the other way and um, you know I think that that's a little bit deliberate but I think it's also a little bit what's the right word uh, it's also down to Brentford's quality I just I just feel as though there's a desire from Brentford that's dead understandable when it's there to be attacked they want to attack and I thought that I thought you might sit in a little bit more and be a bit more cynical but you weren't so all in you know I think that, that, that in the end that sort of works for us but it could have gone the other way and then the other thing that happens as well is in the breakdowns and the set pieces especially the ball bounces in a different direction a couple of times Brentford have got a really clean opportunity to, to score, to equalise or to make to turn 2-0 into 2-1 so I thought there was more positivity from Brentford certainly than the 1-0 at the end of last season and I think that's in part because if there's one thing that Brentford know for a fact there's no way they're going down they're going to come somewhere between 9th and 15 precisely what that is is a bit up in the air but somewhere between 9th and 15 I suspect closer to 9th and 15 but there's just a lot of smarts on the pitch from Brentford at all times and you know I'm relieved we've got the result. I think it'll be hard when we go to your place if you just do the same stuff again, get a bit more luck and are at home and it works a little bit differently. But no, I'm, deli- I'm delighted to have won. And I'm going to say this just last minute. Obviously, listen, it's 3-0 to, to Liverpool at Anfield so far. Listen, it's, it's like, you know, you're, you're straight through, straight wicket. You've, you've absolutely, I mean, it's at our place, at, at your place. However, for us Brentford fans, glass half full, we always look forward. Yeah. And it's not as easy at our place at all. We haven't won there yet. You haven't won there yet as well. You know, the three-all game, which could have gone either way. Last week, we gave you a bit of a good tonking. So what I'm going to say, like I said to you, I gave my red wine prediction beforehand, where I said 1-0, it didn't quite go according to plan. However, if I'm looking at statistically how everything has gone, it's very good that you beat us this time, right? (laughs) Because because basically, there there you go, everything has gone according to plan. So when you come to Griffin Park, it's all over for you, isn't it? When we go to Griffin Park... Oh, new Griffin Park. New Griffin Park, it'll be fucking hard. <laughs> and that's the thing, you know. And you've got you've to respect it massively. So I'm a... Uh, you know, and you've got to respect Brentford massively as well. That's why today was hard. That's why I'm glad we won. But a bit of a ropey run between the two international breaks. I'd like to have won at Luton. Um, it was disappointing to lose... But this disappointing to lose. Sorry, you say disappointing to lose. To lose, to lose, to lose. <laughs> uh, it was I'm sorry, dad jokes are brilliant, aren't they? Oh, it's endlessly to lose jokes, <laughs> but it was disappointing too to lose. And ultimately, we need to get out today with something. We did that three 0 I think flatters us a tiny little bit. In that, I feel as though 
three versus 0.5 would have been fair or 2.5 versus 0.5 would have been fair but listen we've the thing I keep saying and I'm going to keep saying it when I go on your shows when I go on the BBC when I go wherever we've got five brilliant attackers and guess what three two of them scored three goals you know and the reason why we're always going to be dangerous is because we've got five brilliant attackers and Chelsea have just equalised and you know why that matters right now because we've got five brilliant attackers and we can win this fucking league. And the big cheer that's gone up is that Chelsea, the team that we beat a couple of weeks ago as well, the team that we are above in the West London Mini League as well, uh, well, we were at the time actually, I don't know about now, I've just scored against Man City, which is good for you, isn't it? Yeah, because we can win this fucking league. And that's not to say we will, but it's the best sentence in the world if you support Liverpool. We're 11 games in, 12 games in today, 12 games in, and we can win this fucking league. City drop points today we go to City next at the Etihad if they get beat today and I don't think they will even though it's gone 1-1 I don't think they will but if City get beat today we'll level on points with them when we rock up to their gaff game 13 we can win this fucking league so we got a Liverpool fan in the house here and the Liverpool fan he's telling me he had a fear the bees were coming up here you had a fear you were scared weren't you I wasn't scared no you said you were worried no Liverpool had two bad games on the bounce. You said you were worried. No, Liverpool had two bad games on the bounce. I was worried Liverpool would have a third game on the bounce. But I knew Liverpool were too strong for Brentford all day long. Tell you something. If you know, we turned up, we would roast Brentford. And really, we did. We turned up. And what did Brentford do? Walk all night been a shot on target, it's I remember. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. You that all you want? It's brilliant. You, you turn the microphone on and the story changes... But listen, this is all good. No, you turned it off and on. That's what you mean. I thought Brentford would be better than they were today. I did. Listen, at the end of the day, we're not going to make excuses. No, but I still expected Brentford to turn up more than he did today. We're not going to make excuses. You turn up with all the other big teams. Who's not today from Brentford? You know, listen, one, one big team you turn up, you get a result, but at the end of the day, if you've got seven, eight players out injured, you there's, got only certain, there's only certain things that you can do, you know what I'm saying? So, it's you got cool. smashed. Liverpool took their chances. No, smashed you. Liverpool took their chances today. You got smashed. <laughs> you got so smashed. Listen, but listen, this is all good. Listen, but listen. I but, expected a lot more from Bradford today. But listen, at the end of the day, and as I said to Neil earlier, Things have gone according to plan. Liverpool 3-0 at the Anfield, but they still haven't won at New Griffin Park. So we're looking forward to the return match. You know what I'm saying? We're looking forward to the return match. So are we. And, and so are you. So are we. So are <laughs> and we. you can come down to our pub, like we're in here. We'll have a good beer together. We'll have a drink. We'll have a laugh before the game and after the game. You know what I'm saying? See that? We've just got an invite. What's, what's the pub called? It's the Globe. And you're going to be right in there. But Neil and all the Enfield rep posse, they know the score. So you come down there and you have a right laugh with us. We will do, we will do, man. This is all good. I've got nothing against Brentford. Brentford are a good team, man. Yeah, which is all good. Which is good. Brentford are that good. I was expecting a hard game today. Yeah, I was. I thought Brentford let themselves down a little bit. They didn't turn up how I expect them to turn up today. They didn't. Listen. They didn't turn up how they turned up at Stamford Bridge, how they turned up at Old Trafford. They didn't. 
Sometimes you can't turn up every week, as we say. But as fans, Brentford fans, we'll follow them home and away. Of course, you will. Know, we support them. Yeah, because they turn up with some of them games like that. But they didn't turn up like they did at them rounds today. Did they? So, and like I said to you, everyone, and this is why we do the post-match podcast, because it's good to have the opinions. And we've got the opinions of every fan, and we're all good for it. And we're sitting here in a Liverpool pub. I'm here with my Brentford scarf. Laney's with his Brentford stuff. We've got loads of Brentford fans in here, which is all good. And the uh, Liverpool fans have given us, and they've given us the respect and nothing yeah, like that. Yeah. There's no, yeah. there's no disrespect to him, yeah. but it's the opinions. I'm, I'm going to go to Laney over here. here. So Laney. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so well, 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 yeah. well, 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 well. Well, all I got to say is like. Off the mic, that last guy was saying how scared he was and, and how, how, how good we were. And on the mic, he said the complete opposite. And what a complete and utter about, about to return. <laughs> U-turn merchants. U-turn merchants. U-turn. U-Tar you. Saints. Me. You, 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 U-Tar Saints. Yeah, U-Tar merchants. I'm going to come back to you in a second. I'm going to say, just quickly, we've got Charlie, Liverpool fan in house. Just give us a little briefing on this black game today. Just tell us. It was amazing. No, no, tell me no, 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 just tell us from a Liverpool fan, give us the score. Were you, were, what do you think about Brentford? What do you think about the game? Brentford were good, but Liverpool are lost them. And what is, it, what is it about? Is it about their finishing? What is it about? Tell me. Liverpool just played around better and they moved the ball a lot quicker, really. And, and again, we, we played you three times here now. We haven't quite got a result, you know, but... It could have turned itself because in the first half, when Allison made that save, that was a big save, wasn't it? Yeah, if Brentford got a goal early on, it would have it would have been a different result in the end. But Liverpool scored, then they made it better. That's right. So you, you, I mean, you're obviously quite happy about everything, yeah. are you? Yeah, very. Okay, well, we, we'll see. We'll see what we'll see. We will see what happens in the return match. You know what I'm saying? At, at, at Brentford, where you can never win. You can never win at Brentford. They always do badly at Brentford. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. But anyway, come back to Laney here. So Laney. So yes, coming back to it. So we've all talked about character here. Yes. Who obviously he he, 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 he switches. It. He switches up when the mic turns on. Yes, he switches. he's um. Yeah. Yes, he's um. By scouser. Yeah. Uh, no, he's um. You know. I mean, he did make a few points. You know. You know, you, you could say we didn't turn up, but I think I think we I think we did. I thought Liverpool were just better than us. Um, and I think, you know, I spoke... Uh, sorry, and Liverpool were not as good as last season or the season before. That is a big point as well. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about today. Yeah, no. No, no, but I'm saying, because he's talking about how, how they smashed us, but they did, you know what I'm saying? No, they, 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 season. But they, you know, 3-0 three, three looks like a smashing. And I think, you know, I, I haven't heard what's come before on the, on the podcast, but, you know, it, it didn't feel like a 3-0 game. I think they took three, three of their chances very, very well. Mo Salah is world class. He's a great player. Oh, he's, 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 he's you know he's phenomenal. Um, and you know, Brian and Bumo needs to take that chance in the first half. He didn't. Um, I think there was a couple of chances in the second half where I think Ayer, I think it was, or he should have taken the shot first time. Um, we, we 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 asked a few questions, but they answered them. Where I just don't. I I, I think that if we're gonna come here and get anything more than uh, a plucky defeat we have to be stronger and, and we, we were we were playing uh, a right back on in the left back position you know we we, we were short of squads in, in depth and quality but we, we did all right we did, we did okay you know Liverpool fully deserved it today I'm not I don't, I'm not going away from here 
going, you're hard done by or anything. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, we, we, we haven't done ourselves full justice. I thought Yarmolek came on. And he, he was he was he was good. He was pushing for first team. Um, you know, I, I think we Strakosha ahead of Flecken for me today, but Flecken didn't do anything much wrong. I just think I just think you know he should have caught a couple of things where he punched. Didn't lead to anything. Punching his, but yeah, punching, Jim, he's punching in he. Yes, punching above his weight. <laughs> no, but you know, we I, I've had a good day out. And now I'm going to fuck off home. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> You've had your day out, so you must now go home. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. I'm looking around me to see if any Beast fans are in the house here who's going to give us the old right beast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on all good podcast channels and also write us a review. Also, don't forget to buy us a beer. Besotted.com forward slash beer. We're sitting here in this Liverpool pub here, and to be quite honest with you, they're very, very friendly. They're having a laugh. Of course, they've won their game, so they're very, very happy. Uh, they're friendly because we've they've won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you always say that, lady. You always point that out, which is all good. But other than that, listen. Let's forget that. It's international break now. We can now have a little bit of a chill and come back, and we can refocus on the Arsenal game in a couple of weeks' time. I'm saying the Arsenal game in a couple of weeks' time. We can get we can get our injuries back. We can get our players back. We can get Yamalek maybe in the summer. It's all good. But other than that, I'm going to say to you. Thank you very much for listening to us. Thank you very much for all your support. Thank you much for everything else. Come on, Yubies. you say? Come on, Come on, Yubies. Yubies. Liverpool. We're in Anfield. We're wrapping in Anfield. That's what we're doing. That is lovely. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.